Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Week in Review. My name is freaking Taylor Lofton. I am your freaking host. With me, as always, Mike Doug Jordan, also just known as freaking my Doug freaking Doug Jordan, uh, to my freaking left. Then coming via satellite freaking New York, all the way from the freaking great cold North Canada, Sandy the Sandman Farkas. And bringing up the freaking rear, we got freaking Tady Richards coming from a freaking sex dungeon of freaking self prostitution location undis freaking closed weakers tweakers thrill seekers and the freaking panel start your freaking engines this is our freaking week of review weakers tweakers thrill freaking seekers it has been one it has been several weeks since we last spoke time is a flat circle no one where knows where it goes where we go when we die I believe that you go to some place in the freaking clouds and everybody has sex with everybody up there and it's just a basically a, a freaking feast of orgiastic freaking pleasure. And, a, and an actual freaking feast, to be perfectly honest with you. I bet there's plenty of freaking eating up there. And geez louise, down on my knees, I, I, I would like to ask Doug Jordan what he would like to do when he gets to heaven first freaking thing, but I'm not going to do that because I'm getting ahead of myself. We had a great freaking show last week, but it did not air on WAYO LPGTQ Rochester. The greatest, I'm sorry, the worst freaking radio station in the history of the freaking world. I, can't, I hate to freaking say it, but it's true. Now, geez louise, down on my knees, weakers and tweakers, we read our freaking screenplay written by myself and freaking Sandy the Sandman freaking Farkas of freaking Biohacker last week. And we did a freaking amazing job. And if you would like to listen to that, you can find it on Apple Podcasts under Our Week in Review. You can also find it on Spotify, Google Play, and geez louise, that's about freaking in. It's amazing. It's the greatest story ever freaking told. And geez louise, down to my knees, we're going to start off with that uh, because Doug Jordan is going to do a freaking review of this great freaking film that we made and produced as a freaking podcast episode. And it will eventually air on W-A-Y-O-L-P Rochester. Doug Jordan, how you doing? How you been? What'd you think of Biohacker? And how freaking are you? Yeah, I was waiting for you to ask how it was, uh, to which I'm going to answer. I'm not freaking and I wish you would stop asking me that every week. Yeah. Uh, I've been pretty good. I had a pretty good week. Uh, I had a lot of fun last week when we read Biohacker, uh, which uh, for weakers and tweakers out there, it's a freaking uh, great story about a, a man and a troll, and they go on a freaking adventure. Um, and wow. That, well, I mean, I, I, it, that's basically what it is. There were a couple uh, things in it that I, I wasn't too keen on. Uh, one being that the character that I played uh, ripped a lot of things uh, from my own life, uh, not include well, including, uh, you know, they they embellish a little bit about me uh, as they do on the radio every freaking week. But other than that, the episode was pretty freaking good, and I think you should uh, you should give it a freaking listen. Here's the thing: this is the worst radio station in the history of the world. You can't tell people to do a di- a damn thing on it, but. None of it was taken from your life. It's a completely fictional freaking screenplay and completely freaking original written by uh, Sandy the Sanford fan, Sandman freaking Farkas and, and yourselves uh, and myself no, and, and me. And geez louise down on my freaking knees. Uh, I think the basically the reason you're saying that we put aspects of your freaking life into the freaking movie as your character freaking Dunstan the Troll is because geez louise down on my freaking knees, you 
freak embodied the character so much and you brought your freaking A-game and you put yourself into the freaking role and God bless you for it. Yeah, so much so much of freaking Dunstan, uh, uh, I, I, I felt, and anyway, uh, uh, arose from, from your freaking performance and what you were freaking bringing to the freaking table. Uh, which was which was just uh, uh, dare I say uh, 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 freaking mediocre at best, uh, but but within that uh, within that little uh, absolutely teeny tiny little freaking glimmer, uh, I, I found I found all new things that I didn't know about the character when I was writing it. Uh, for instance, the freaking shed that he was building, uh, or or his shut up uh, or his brother or I mean I'm sorry excuse me his freaking boyfriend or his wife or uh, or, 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 or 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 all the things that that you that you that you brought to the freaking table and 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 and, and, and God bless you for it. Yeah, you did an absolutely amazing job, Doug Jordan. And yeah. and it's actually about biohacker, by the way. Main character is biohacker. Yeah, yeah. Also, I don't understand why what you meant by it's a movie about a uh, janitor and a troll going on an adventure. It's the movie's called freaking biohacker. Well, I mean, big misrepresentation of what the film's about, Doug. I mean, I think the movie followed the the janitor and the troll more than the than the freaking biohacker himself. The biohacker had maybe one scene, and then and then after that he was gone, and then you know that was pretty much it. I mean, they had to find he's, the biohacker. He's a main character. He's the main character in the movie. Well, I think Dunstan and and, yeah, and he's a protagonist. He's a he's a he's a pro, he's a progenitor. Uh, um, he's a freaking main freaking character, Doug. Movies called Biohacker, Doug. It's a title freaking role. Yeah, but he, yes. the biohacker was the movie is called. Did you? Did we? I'm, I'm getting starting to think that you got sent the wrong freaking script uh, when we did this last week, uh, because I I know that the screenplay I wrote is freaking called Biohacker. Well, yeah, I mean, the movie is called Biohacker, but the the biohacker it was really more of a plot device than an actual freaking character in the movie. I feel like they had to find the biohacker to to save the freaking world. So, Doug, what is your freaking review? Freaking spoiler alert. Well, I mean, my review, I, I thought it was freaking good. I gave it one thumb up. You gotta be freaking kidding me. Oh, my God. What the heck are you freaking talking about? I give it, I give it a thumbs up. I think it's a, a good freaking movie. Well, uh, I'll have you know that freaking Dunson gets his freaking head blown off in the first scene of Biohacker 2, so, um, so we won't be asking your opinion ever again. Yeah, spoiler alert, you're going to freaking die in the first one, in the first five minutes. And, it's, and, it's, and you're not even going to have a lick of dialogue. It's just going to be blood-curdling sounds. And the second one's way better than the first one, so yeah. you, you would have really appreciated, appreciated being freaking involved in that. But uh, no such luck. Yeah. So, weakers and tweakers, geez louise, I don't want to get all bogged down talking about Doug Jordan going over everything that it takes to be him and his life and his wife and his sex with Sunjay and his son that doesn't love him and what he thinks about a movie that he doesn't even understand. I want to talk a little bit about me. For weakers and tweakers out there, they know that before we went on our break to write the greatest freaking screenplay ever written... We had a, quite a situation on our hands with a, with a guy named a freaking Doug Gordon. And for weakers and tweakers out there, Doug Gordon flew the coop after I bailed him out because I thought it would be easy to kill him once he was on the outside. Doug Gordon was jailed, and then I bailed him out to, so that I could rub him out. And I wasn't going to rub him down. That's a different freaking thing. But, and maybe I would do that just, just to silence him. If I had to do that to silence him, yes, I'd give him a freaking rub down with my freaking hands. 
But uh, again, I'm getting freaking ahead of myself because that didn't freaking happen. What what did freaking happen was he freaking flew the coop, and now I got a guy named freaking Marvel Givens following me around because he thinks he can get to freaking Doug Gordon. Marvel Givens is a freaking bounty hunter and a bail bondsman and a very freaking hefty fellow. And geez Louise down on my knees, this guy will stop at nothing. If Marvel Givens doesn't want you to know he's there, you'll never see him, even though he's about 450 pounds. And he asked me, well, who are some of his close friends? And I said, the closest friend I know that he has is freaking Doug Jordan, because he's the one who introduced us to him. And so, Doug, I hate to freaking break this news to you, but I think freaking Marvel Givens is on your freaking tail. You have a very overweight bounty hunter following you around, and he will stop at nothing. But, geez Louise, hopefully freaking Givens finds him soon and then freaking takes him in dead. Because this situation is wearing on me. Doug, what do you have to say for yourself? Yeah, no, I, I wish you would uh, have, have not told him that I was his friend, uh, because I definitely wasn't. In fact, it was uh, you guys that decided to have him follow me around and stare at me in the lunchroom at the fish shop where we both freaking work and ask me some freaking weird questions and... So I'm not friends with the guy, and, and as soon as I f- see this freaking Marvel Givens guy, I'm going to say I'm not freaking friends with him. Uh, Taylor's freaking friends with him. The thing is, I, I doubt he's going to stop following you until the guy freaking pops up. And I've asked him if I can go on ride-alongs, and he says no. He said he he said I'd blow his cover. And I said, I'd jeez louise down on my knees. I'd freaking blow your cover if you'd let me go on a freaking ride-along with you, but, um, but he, he was having none of it. So... I mean, I just wish you would stop sending these people after me. You know, first you tell freaking Doug Gordon that I'm the one that that's the reason why he's in freaking jail. And now you're telling freaking Marvel Givens that Doug Gordon's my freaking best friend. So I just wish you would stop freaking sending these people after me because I have nothing to freaking do with them other than I worked with the guy one time. I mean, you trained him. I feel yeah, like and you, he's... And you, and you freaking introduced us to the guy, Doug. I mean, and that was... A huge lapse in judgment on your part because you're usually on top of things like that. I mean, and, I, uh, really screwed. Please be quiet. You really screwed the you really screwed the freaking pooch. I didn't introduce you guys to him. I just freaking talked to him about him on the freaking radio show, and you guys decided to to go after yeah, but him. Yeah, Doug, Doug, it was the way you freaking talked about him. It was the way you freaking talked about him. It's the way that you freaking described him. It's the way that he sounded. I mean, the way you did it. We said we said right then and there. We said we got to freaking meet this guy, and then. Well, freaking uh, the rest is freaking history. Um, I believe, uh, yeah, yeah. If you gave Biohacker the same admiration that you gave Doug Gordon, you might be in the second Biohacker. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You would definitely be in it. Thank you, Tadia. You're welcome. Man, geez, always down on my knees. I just, I can't see this situation coming out without bloodshed from someone, a blood sacrifice, if you will. But either way, all's well that's going to freaking end well when he is caught. But I would be very freaking nervous if I were you, Doug. That's all I have to say. Tadia freaking Richard, how you doing? How you been? And how freaking horny are you? Uh, horny as ever, obviously. Uh, I might even wager that I'm hornier than Doug Jordan. I've uh, been a little busy doing my webcam shows. Um, those have been going fine, although I uh, I realize that I'm still majorly in debt from all the medical bills I've had to pay from uh, the various types of cancer and stabbings and uh, STDs that I have. So I've uh, I've decided to pick up a bit of a side hustle, and I'm, I'm really excited about it. What 
uh, the heck are you freaking talking about? And what are you freaking doing? What is the hustle? The hustle is, uh, it's actually, uh, I'm selling, uh, I'm selling treats, baked goods, that kind of stuff. How'd you get into that? Went to the store, bought some supplies, and made some baked goods. Yeah, kind of question is Doug, that? Yeah, what the hell kind of question is that? Doug? How does someone get into anything? They when did they go to the store and they and they make some freaking purchases? I mean, I've never heard you talk about that you like baking or anything like that before. So I'm just curious about how you started being a freaking baker and selling freaking he, baked goods. He probably didn't like baking, Doug. That's probably why he never talked about. It. He's probably not all that interested in it. It's just a, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, actually, I've been baking my whole my whole life, but unlike some people on this show, and I'm not going to name names, but uh, I don't like to talk about every little detail of my, my life, including, you know, I don't know, just for instance, my shed or, uh, you know, my wife or my boyfriend or that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And and, and thank God. And God bless you. And, and you, you, you know, the only thing that actually I was freaking wondering is what do you put in the freaking batter? Because I could see you making quite a bit of batter at your other job mm-hmm. and then using that in the batter of the baked goods, if you know what I mean. If, if, when I say batter, if you know what I'm freaking talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I think I do understand what you're talking about. Um, no, I mean, there's really nothing nefarious about uh, the, the baked goods that I make. Uh, I don't in them. And uh, that's, you know. I mean, I if mean, someone wants me to, then I, I might, you know, but that's special order. Doug, yeah. this guy has been baking his entire life. He loves freaking baking. Well, and, he, and the thing about it is that he just doesn't need, feel the need to freaking cram it into, into any of our faces uh, week week after week or any of the freaking Uyghurs and Tweegers faces. Uh, 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 so... I mean, the man's been the man is a, has a love for freaking baking that has been coursing through his veins since the since the man's been freaking born. Uh, if the man wants to sell freaking baked goods, uh, I don't see why you should you should have anything freaking negative to say about it at all. Well, I wasn't saying anything negative about it. I was I was just curious if, if he's been freaking doing that a long time. You know, the guy used to live here. Oh. I used to work with him. Never brought Doug, a single freaking is, baked good in. No, let me finish. No, no, Doug. The thing is, you are being negative. You were being negative about freaking uh, Natadia's freaking love for baked goods, and you were being negative with your review about freaking Biohacker, which is which which I gotta tell you was a, was a freaking project I didn't really want to include you in from freaking Jump. I did. Why, uh, okay. But, I, just don't interrupt me ever. Taylor said we got we got to give something for Doug because if he doesn't if we don't give something for freaking Doug while we're recording that episode he said Lord knows what he's freaking capable of Lord knows what he's gonna get him into Lord knows what who he's gonna freaking who he's gonna freaking torture yeah and I said why well, and I said why well, said and I said with all due respect uh, 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 Taylor I do not think that that freaking Doug is right for this freaking role and then we gave you a part you freaking talk trash of it and then you talk trash about freaking Tadia's freaking lifelong love for all things freaking baked. All right, let me just let me just say this. I never said a single freaking bad thing about Biohacker. I said one freaking thumb up, which is a pretty freaking good review if you ask me. Second of all, freaking Tadia Richard has never known to freaking bake a single freaking good in his entire life, and I'm just curious about why he's selling freaking baked goods out of this on the side all of a sudden when he's never freaking baked anything for me. I need money. Also, Doug, one thumb up implies one thumb down, you piece of shit. Well, I didn't know that. I, I was say I thought it was one thumb up meant it well, was you good. You put both thumbs up. If it was, it was two thumbs up, they would both be up. If there's one up, it means that one is down. Okay, how about I give you one thumb up and one f- middle finger up, Sandy? How about that? Why don't you stick that finger right up your ass, Doug? 
Jeez Louise, down on my knees, weakers, tweakers, we got a great freaking show coming uh, ahead for you, but jeez Louise, I'd be freaking remiss if I didn't ask Sandy how his week was, and how he's doing, and what's going on. Last we spoke to him, he had basically alienated everybody that he worked with. A young man had lost his job because of him, because of his antics at a whirly ball work party. The young man being named Danny, and Danny uses crutches. Not the kind that go underneath your arms, but the ones that strap on with Velcro like freaking the sun in freaking absolutely freaking hilarious Walter White TV freaking show. The one that's got some serious problems, that kid. And that kid is living under a bridge now. His name is Danny. Are there any updates? Sandy the Sandman Farkas. Um, yeah, funny thing, um... Turns out freaking Danny is dead. Uh, Danny died under that bridge that night. Um, yeah, funny thing. Yeah, uh, turns out Danny wasn't a freaking kid at all. He had one of the uh, freaking uh, Andy Andy Milanot Andy Mijanakis uh, freaking disease. Basically, freaking completely grown man looks like a freaking like a teeny tiny little freaking boy. Uh, and turns out he has a freaking uh, history of uh, freaking drug and alcohol abuse. So when I took him to the uh, when I took him to the underneath the bridge, uh, well, I guess he, I guess he didn't have drugs and boobs to freaking kill himself. He's dead. Yeah. My oh, God. It, it was the third time I went back to visit that freaking bridge, and there he was lying. And I started, and, he, and I said, "I'm starting to think this kid's not freaking asleep." Uh, so I, uh, I made, I made a run for it. I got to a payphone. I called, uh, I called the cops. I said, there, I, "I believe that I'm." I said, "There's a sleeping child uh, underneath the bridge." Turns out Danny wasn't even his real name. Turns out he's not even really a cripple. Turns out, yep, you guessed it, freaking con man. A uh, little tiny, uh, little teeny tiny little man uh, basically wanted all over the freaking country. Uh, um, reminded me a lot of my own freaking father, uh, although my father wasn't a cripple. Although in a way, I guess he was, uh, being a... Yeah, anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, Danny, however, was not a Danny's real name wasn't freaking Danny at all. But yeah, so... Uh, also, all that ends well, I suppose. I guess, I suppose as well. I mean, geez Louise, I'm so sorry to hear of his loss, and I know he was a great friend to you, but I know also that he's dead now, and we can't be bogged down by these absences in our lives, the way that Doug Jordan is every time soon, Jay freaking has to go to work in the morning. And then he gets all sullen and comes here and then gives one thumb up and one thumb way freaking down to a great freaking screenplay, maybe the greatest ever written. We can't get bogged down like that and let the let Danny's relapse and his death and his crutches weigh us down like an anchor, driving us deeper and deeper underwater and all the while the sun is is burning bright outside, but we can't see it. That's not what Danny would want. That's what Doug Jordan wants. I didn't want Danny to die. And he just wants to see that bright sun. Yeah, that's right. Freaking Sunjay. Yeah, you see, yeah, Sunjay is just a friend of mine. He says, Sunjay, show me your son, please. And his son is his rear freaking end. And then Sunjay goes, "What? well, that would be unusual. Usually you show me your freaking son. And I brighten it. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, we got a great freaking show for you. The greatest show on the history of this terrible radio station, WAYO LP freaking Rochester. 
Our week's news and discussions is next. And geez, Louise, if you want us, join in the conversation. Call 513-914-6201. That's the Our Week Freaking Hotline. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. You might get put on blast. You also might get a freaking prize or two. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, without further ado, our week's news and discussions starts freaking now. Last week, Hollywood therapist Dr. Amy Harwick was found dead after falling from her three-story balcony, and her ex-boyfriend was arrested on suspicion of murder, according to Fox News. Harwick, who is known for her role in the 2015 documentary Addicted to Sexting, was pronounced dead at her local Los Angeles hospital. According to neighbors, they heard a woman screaming before calling the police. The 38-year-old had recently filed a restraining order against her ex-boyfriend, Gareth Pursehouse. Pursehouse was arrested outside his home and booked on murder charges. Harwick was also known as the ex-fiance of the Price is Right host, Drew Carey. Carey and Harwick began dating in 2017 and became engaged in 2018. The two called off the wedding less than a year later, citing a, quote, amicable split. So, geez louise, down on my freaking knees, I don't know how we have been on the radio for maybe three years doing this show, and we have never freaking talked about freaking Drew Carey. I don't know how he's never come up. I don't know how so many things about Drew Carey's life works, but now a little piece of the puzzle, apparently he killed his freaking ex-girlfriend, for one thing. Jury's out. He's, he's Yeah, he's going to freaking prison for murdering Dr. freaking Amy Harwick. But Jury is also, he is too fat to be the host of freaking Price is Right. And that, there I freaking said it. Everybody freaking heard me say it. You're right. Would anyone like to weigh in on what they should do to punish freaking, yep, you freaking guessed it, Drew Carey, in the wake of the murder that he has put upon his freaking ex-fiance? Uh, well, can I just clarify? He didn't. He wasn't the one that murdered his ex-fiance. It was. Uh, so what I think they should probably do is put him on a diet. Okay. When he gets into jail, yep, you guessed it's salads only. You don't. You don't let him eat any of the cookies, or the, or the mac macaroni and cheese, or the or the cake, or the ice cream that he loves so much. You just may. You, you deny him all his favorite foods. And I, that's his punishment. Yeah. Shame on you, Drew Carey. I have a freaking take, uh, and and this and I gotta tell you, this may be a freaking hot take. Uh, to me, I consider this a freaking non-story. Uh, basically, you have fat, disgusting Drew Carey meets a woman. Um, um, I mean, uh, uh, Lord only knows how she allowed him freaking entrance into her freaking uh, freaking um, uh, uh, canal. Uh, he freaking prematurely. Uh, she dumps him. She darts. There's another guy, freaking Jareth Pershaus, uh, and then freaking Drew Carey comes back and freaking pushes her out a window, and she dies. Yeah. Um, you can you can put that in freaking uh, you can wrap that up in freaking the Sunday funnies and put a little bow on top, and that's a that's a cute little fluff piece about nothing. Uh, yeah. move, let's move on. Yeah. Although I was thinking of one Maybe. hilarious thing is that if Drew Carey does go to prison for this, I was thinking it would be absolutely hilarious if he starts working out real hard and his freaking Drew Carey head on a giant muscular body. And maybe he's wearing one of them swimsuits that muscle people wear. I think it would be funny if they went in to investigate him and when they went to go ask him questions, he was lying there with a freaking rope around his neck and his pants around his ankles. 
Last week, researchers at Duke University sent out a warning about the psychological effects that sex robots may have on individuals and society, according to the BBC. Dr. Christine Hendren says that the technology is progressing with little oversight due to agencies' unwillingness to investigate psychological and moral after-effects of having sex with artificially intelligent robots. Now scientists are calling for regulations to be put in place in the field of AI sex robots. Pressure groups, like the Campaign Against Sex Robots, are working alongside policymakers to ban claims that companion robots can be a substitute for real-life relationships. So, geez louise, down on my freaking knees. Here's the thing. They gotta ruin all of our freaking fun. And if they're saying that they can't freaking test it, well, geez louise, why don't they just ask? I'm, I'm ready and willing. I'll be a freaking test subject. Give me 10 of these freaking things, and I'll have sex with freaking all of them. Men, women, I was gonna say, and child, geez louise, down on my knees. I did not freaking mean to think that or say that. I would never say that. I, even a robot. That is that. I, I am getting caught up here. I could, I would never uh, think that or do that with a, even a robot. A, a young robot. It has to be a fully adult freaking robot. Um, what what constitutes a young robot? Is that a, a robot that that's been around for over eighteen years? Yeah, you gotta have. You gotta age it like a nice wine. So the robot has to be built and alive for eighteen freaking years before you can have sex with it. Because if they make a robot that looks like an adult, but they made it last year, it's, I mean, you're having sex with a one-year-old robot. Yeah. I mean, you're going to prison. Like Drew Carey. Mm-hmm. And Drew, they might be charged, they might find charges like similar to that, uh, which in the case of Drew Carey, to be perfectly honest. And with. Drew Carey's freaking, freaking uh, prison roommate might actually be a robot who ends up having sex with Drew. Absolutely freaking hilarious. And then that, and that would actually make it a perfect radio story. Yeah. Jeez Louise, down on my knees. What they need to do is they need to make a hunky freaking Drew Carey robot for women. I feel like Tadia freaking Risher should have an opinion on this because Jeez Louise, down on my knees, his trade is sex. That is his work. These freaking androids are running him out of freaking business. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, first of all, you guys covered about 98% of this topic already, so thank you. But you're right. I uh, I am concerned about uh, sex robots as a sex worker, um, you know, because at one point, I need people to be me. And if they're just out and about having sex with robots all day, what am I supposed to do when they're not I'm gonna I'm going to lose my business. I'm going to have to open up a bakery, and that's... And and that's going to be my sole source of income is a baker. I don't want to do that. No, no, no. No, you don't. That would be a nightmare. Also, I mean, I can't be the only one to think about this. Uh, how did we not freaking include a freaking sex robot and freaking biohacker? Yeah. And, and and should that be something we 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 fight to include in the freaking uh, inevitable sequel? Uh, yeah. Biohacker 2, the hack is back. Yeah. You have to have material for the sequels. Yeah. Yeah, we're, that's what we're doing because we get we garnered all of our material on the show, and then we just put it in there. Maybe that's why Doug Jordan thinks he's actually Dunstan. Well, I mean, you said that I had a son, then I had a wife, and I worked at a fish shop. You said Dunstan worked at a, at a fish shop. A lot of people have sons and wives, Doug. You said that I had an affair with a man who was actually named Sunjay. So, you so know, that Sunjay is, true. is a man from my life, and then. 
Wow, Dan, but Doug, I can't believe you're freaking finally coming clean about all this right here on the freaking radio. No, I'm not coming my. clean about it. I'm just saying that he's a guy that works with me on my freaking show called Doug Knows Best. So you just said he was your boyfriend. I did not say he was my freaking boyfriend. I said you he said w- I, you said I, you said I'm having an affair, and this is the name of my boyfriend. You said that the character. I said that the freaking character Dunstan the troll stated that he had a freaking affair with a man named freaking Sunjay. I I never freaking did. That's something that you guys freaking came up with, and you keep freaking saying every week. Listen, Doug. I I, I hope your wife doesn't listen to this show because this is gonna break her freaking heart. No, she doesn't listen to the show because she thinks you guys are all buttheads. She's going to leave you, Doug. She hears this. And to be fair, we never said that the troll had sex with animals. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome, Doug. Last week, a man hacked his prosthetic arm to control a synthesizer with his mind, according to the Bay Observer. Bertolt Meyer, who was born without a left arm, was able to manipulate his, quote, eye limb to work as a remote for his module synthesizer. Meyer calls his invention a, quote, sin limb, and the finished product, which attaches to Meyer's arm's prosthesis, converts the signal from his residual limb into control voltages for controlling his modular synthesizer. Quote, for me, this feels like controlling the synth with my thoughts, Meyer says. So if anybody could tell me what the freaking heck is going on in this story. Uh, geez Louise on my knees, that would be freaking greatly appreciated. I didn't understand a freaking word. Uh, I cannot tell you what the heck is going on with this story, but you bet I can tell you what the heck is going on with this freaking story. Uh, this is a classic eye limb uh, with a sim with a sin limb. I mean, these are just, I mean, these are, I mean, this, honestly, if, I mean, I, I honestly don't know how we didn't include this in the freaking screenplay as well. Yeah. Uh, you have a freaking, I mean, I believe actually in our very, very first draft, early, early, when I'm back when this is just freaking chicken scratch, you know, scribblings on a freaking notepad. I believe I, I wrote down the words freaking, not only freaking sin limb, but freaking eye limb. Yeah. And I guess somehow that got freaking jumbled and lost in the freaking uh, papers that we were looking at to, to jot things down. But I mean, uh, you know, the sequel's freaking coming soon. Uh, 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 look forward to the freaking sin limb. Yeah, and I know I wrote down synthesizer. I know I wrote that down at one point. I don't know where it went either. It, I might have, I might have thrown it out um, accidentally. But the new one will have a big synthesizer in it, and and also that, I'm thinking that the freaking sin limb and freaking biohacker too. I don't think it's going to be a freaking arm, if you know what I mean. Absolutely freaking hilarious. I can't wait for freaking Biohacker 2. The hack is back. Last week, a bird sanctuary in Suffolk, England, rescued an owl that they deemed, quote, too fat to fly, according to the Huffington Post. When Suffolk Owl Sanctuary first came in contact with the owl, they thought she was injured and unable to fly. But upon weighing the flightless beast, they discovered that the animal was obese. These owls, known as, quote, little owls, rarely overeat in the wild, according to the Rescue and Conservation Group. Falconers at the sanctuary discovered that the female owl was living in an area saturated with moles and mice due to the unseasonably warm winter. We think she's just done incredibly well for herself and overindulged, Rufus Samkin told the BBC. The group plans to be able to get the owl down to wait within two or three weeks, at which point they will introduce her back into the wild. So, geez louise down on my knees, this makes me think of another freaking flightless, overweight freaking entity, which is uh, Jonah freaking Hill. 
And basically, Jonah Hill has been freaking grounded by the freaking airports all across this freaking country. He w- the, the TSA won't let him fly. They say, geez, Louise, it, it was not going to go anywhere. It's going to sink like a stone if you, if you get on that freaking plane. Jeez Louise down to my knees. I could see freaking Jonah Hill adopting this freaking bird. And they could both eat themselves silly together. I would keep this bird away from Jonah Hill because he might just eat he might just eat the whole freaking bird. Like a freaking freaking the way that he eats a freaking Thanksgiving turkey, which is a freaking covered in feathers, alive and squawking for help. Yeah. He grabs a he grabs a hold of it and freaking Oh jeez. I, I read an article about how freaking Jonah Hill was dissatisfied with chicken wings because they're just not, they're just too little for him, the wings. And that he just, he says, who's got the freaking time? Give me the whole freaking bird. And then later in the freaking article, he said he was dissatisfied with chickens in general because they're not freaking big enough. He says, if it's not a duck or a turkey, I don't freaking want it. Imagine Jonah Hill getting his hands on a, on a bald eagle. Oh my God, that'd be absolutely freaking hilarious. Feathers all over his mouth. You know, I was thinking maybe an ostrich. What about a horde of penguins? Imagine him going to town on a whole horde of penguins. Oh yeah, he's he could if, if he could be if they do a March of the Penguins three, he could be the giant orca that comes and attacks the penguins when they're not looking. Be bigger than an orca. I'll be that. That's one thing for sure. A big boy. Uh, last week, uh, a Florida man who became a viral sensation after dressing up like the Easter Bunny and getting into a street fight was arrested for a hit and run, according to Fox News. Uh, Antoine McDonald is suspected of driving his motorcycle into a carport, which collapsed, causing damage to the parked car. According to the arrest report, a neighbor told authorities that McDonald was seen limping across his yard. When police arrived, they witnessed a gray car leaving the 21-year-old's driveway. When they pulled the car over, they discovered McDonald in the backseat in an Easter Bunny costume. Deputies requested that McDonald remove his costume before arresting him. According to reports, McDonald maintained his innocence. Quote, I wasn't in any crash, McDonald said. I'm the Orlando Easter Bunny. Google it. McDonald was booked at the Seminole County Jail and charged with leaving the scene of a crash involving property damage, driving with a suspended license, and operating a motorcycle without a license. So, geez, always down on my knees. This guy is a freaking Easter Bunny, and hopefully they let him out in time for freaking Easter, to be perfectly freaking honest, because he's got a lot of freaking eggs tied. Doug? Uh... It's uh, uh, the, the crazy story about a guy who dressed up like an Easter Last bunny. week, local Rochester paper, the Democrat and Chronicle, ran a story about luxury lofts that are like, quote, dorm room for grown-ups, according to the publication. Though the article claimed to be about a bunch of adults living in a college-like sex romp dormitory with no rules or parents, the story was actually a bland showcasing of a high-priced apartment building in the downtown area. We here at Our Week would like to put DNC Digital on blast for writing an article that lacks the promise of the headline, quote, this is downtown Rochester's luxury dorm for grown-ups, while also offering a dreamscape guide for what a dorm for adults would look like. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees. We're going to do a little dreamscaping in a panel-style discussion form, and Doug Jordan, maybe you'd like to start. What would you want to see as an adult for a freaking dorm room for freaking adults? Uh, 
uh, I don't know, a microwave. Having a mic, sharing a microwave with everybody. Oh my god! Because that's kind of what you do in a dorm. You you got one little kitchen, and then you know you got a bunch of rooms around there. So, I when I went to college, I, we didn't have a microwave. So I would like a microwave in, in my dorm room. Doug, what are you doing? You asked me what I wanted in a dorm room, and I told you a freaking microwave. Doug, we're talking about a freaking co-ed freaking dorm here. Doug, you. This is called freaking sandbagging. You're tanking the show. All right, we're not going to get a freaking number one draft pick if you do this. Okay, this is a freaking radio show. We got to make it freaking entertaining. We're trying to weave a dreamscape here, Doug. This is a co-ed dorm room. Doug, let me step in here really quick. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I'd like go ahead. Yeah, Doug, let me step in here. Basically, what you want out of this dorm room is a communal bathroom with no walls. Everybody just has to watch each other use the bathroom. It's freaking hilarious. It's sexy. And and I want to live there. I don't care if I have my own microwave or not. And people get to know each other so well that way. That's an excellent freaking idea, Tadia freaking Richard. Circle gets the square. Doug Jordan, Circle does not get the square, obviously. Um, And geez louise down on my knees. I was thinking, you know what would be amazing? Would be snacks. Cheetos, Pringles, Funyuns, uh, even just regular freaking pretzels and, 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 and cup noodles. What kind of foods would you like to eat in a dormitory style situation, Doug Jordan? I don't understand how your answer is any different than my freaking answer of saying that I want a freaking microwave in the dorm room. Because Pringles are fun and microwaves are bland. Yeah, but you can you can microwave <laughs> anything in a freaking microwave. Would you microwave a freaking Funyun? Is that something you would do? Because if, if I freaking had one in my dorm room, I would. Just to see what it was freaking like. I could see you stacking a bunch of Funyuns on your freaking Dangly Johnson and then asking... Soon, Jay, to freaking eat them off of you. Say, see what happens when you get to the freaking end of it. I got a surprise. So do they store these snacks next to the microwave? Oh, they got them all over the place. We got everybody has their own freaking microwave in their bedroom. Oh, good. Thank the you. way I, the way I see this freaking planning out is I is is I move into a freaking loft and I got freaking three roommates, freaking Globo, freaking. Uh, freaking stodgy and freaking screech, and we're all freaking as the freaking Dickens. Yeah. And there's a freaking dorm room across this, the hall, right? Freaking four women. Oh. One for freaking each of us. Yeah. One one of them one of them is a freaking is a teeny tiny little woman. She's for me. Uh, the other one is morbidly obese. We're talking four four hundred anywhere from four hundred to four thousand pounds. Uh, that's freaking for Globo. Stodgy, there's a she doesn't freaking speak a lick of English. Neither does he. It's perfect. They freaking howl at each other all freaking night long. And then the fifth one, freaking Screech. There's a she's not so bright. And she's and she's real ugly too. She's absolutely all, freaking hideous. She's, oh yes, she's hideous. And we all freaking make and we all make a freaking promise right there, right then, that we all freaking lose our virginities by promise. We freaking kill ourselves. For weakers and tweakers out there, Stodgy and freaking Globo actually did freaking kill themselves. Those are my two friends from high school who blew off themselves uh, some time back. That's why we call this a freaking dreamscape, because it could never actually happen, Doug. And, and Screech is um, from uh, 
Freaking saved by the bell. Yeah. Thanks for bringing up dark memories, Doug. All I did was bring up a microwave that I wanted in my freaking dorm room. You know what would be cool, though, was one of those mini fridges. I've always wanted one of those. Oh, my God. That'd be amazing. Yes, please. Yeah. Mark me down for mark, mark me down for freaking two, and I'd stack one on top of the other and make it the size of a regular fridge. Last week, sweaty John Papa Shatner backtracked on his previous claim that he had eaten 40 pizzas in 30 days, according to NBC News. During an interview on the H3 podcast, Schnatner attempted to clarify his statement. Quote, well, I didn't say I had eaten 40 pizzas in 30 days, Shatner said. I said I had 40 pizzas in 30 days. Schnatter explained that when he refers to having a pizza, he means that he inspected it or that he had eaten parts of the pie. The disgraced former CEO went on to include that he now eats eight or nine slices of pizza a week, down from 12 to 15 slices during his tenure as CEO of Papa John's. So, freaking John Papa freaking Schnatner, Schnatter, Schnatter, Jeez Louise, he's back in the freaking news. This guy can't stay off of headlines. And his day of reckoning has come, and this is him taking his life freaking back. God bless him. And what do we think about all this? Because I think that he has. What do you? How do you inspect a pizza? Sandy, the Sandman Farkas. Uh, I'd have to say, if you're to inspect a pizza, one must, I feel, eat the pizza. Uh, there's only one way to inspect a pizza fully, and it cannot be done just uh, uh, freaking ocularly with your freaking uh, eyeballs. Yeah. Because you need to inspect the freaking taste, the amount of freaking grease, uh, what it feels like when you have a slice in your mouth and you're making love to a woman. Uh, these are just one of one or uh, one or two of the ways I would see that you would inspect a freaking pie. And I and I and I and I get a little uncomfortable by the way he said. Look, I, I didn't say I ate. He said I had. I had forty pieces. And you know, some people say that they had freaking women. They had sex. I'm starting to feel a little uncomfortable with uh, what he's referring to when he's saying he's, he had 40 pizzas. I had 40 pizzas in bed in 30, in, over the course of 30 days. Is um, th- and 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 I'm sweating just talking about this, just like John Papa himself. Um, and I and 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 it's and, and it's bringing up um, uh, uh, bringing up hard times too. So let's, let's ask, how does freaking Doug feel about this? But I mean, thank you. Had a good point there, saying that he he probably had freaking sex with the pizzas uh, by saying he had them. But I just think it's it's odd that he said that he freaking eaten forty pizzas before, and then now he's going back and saying that he had them. Uh, it's just strange. It doesn't make any freaking sense. The guy ate forty freaking pizzas in thirty days. There's no doubt about that. I don't need you to kiss my ass, Doug. I think all I can vision now in my mind's eye is freaking sweaty John Papa with his freaking dangly Johnson between two freaking pizzas that he had uncut and folded them together like flatted butt cheeks. And he is covered in marinara and uh, mozzarella, and he is as sweaty as a freaking Dickens, and he's completely freaking naked, and he's in a hotel room. And when he walks out of that hotel room, you bet he's had those freaking pizzas. And and he's, he's, this is beginning to sound more and more like a freaking horrible person to me. Imagine, imagine this guy in a hotel room. 
He's got he's got six stacks of freaking sheep pizzas, and he's freaking he's freaking laid them all out over the freaking bed, and he's covered in freaking marinara and freaking grease and mozzarella mozzarella mozzarella, and and he is freaking and he is freaking convulsing on top of these freaking pies, and he starts freaking sweating so much that the freaking sprinkler system goes off, and they freaking spray him down in his freaking hotel room, and it gets the freaking pizzas all wet, and he's rolling all over it because he can't get up because he's freaking because he's eating forty freaking pizzas in thirty days, and he's had sex with them too. Absolutely freaking hilarious. We got to find a way to put that into freaking Biohacker. Opening scene. That'll. I mean, if you saw that in the opening scene, Tadia Richer of a movie. How could you walk away? You don't walk away. You stay there and you you do what everybody does when they see a scene like that. You start freaking playing with yourself a little bit. But then you're not going to walk away from the movie. It's the greatest freaking movie you've ever seen. So you just sit in it. And you have to sit in it for 90 minutes. But that's okay because it's a great movie. Follow-up question. What if the person making love to the pies in the opening scene is Dunstan? And instantly after he climaxes, a bullet flies through his brain and he dies. And you never see the character ever again. Yeah. Well, you go back for a second viewing. And for Weakers and Tweakers, that's how you write a freaking screenplay. You got you got your freaking we got the first ten pages already written. We just we just discussed it. And it's a great freaking plug for freaking Papa Freaking John's as well, and I'm sure we'll get endorsement deals if we mention their names. So And um, who knows, maybe maybe he might even play freaking Dunstan in the sequel. And then and then maybe if he plays Dunstan, we'll just keep him on. We won't kill him right away. Yeah. We'll wait till the end to kill him, and he'll sacrifice himself for the good of the freaking world to save the freaking planet. Last week, an Alabama lawmaker introduced a bill in response to the state's abortion ban bill that would require mandatory vasectomies, according to Yahoo Lifestyles. Alabama State Legislator Representative Rolanda Hollis's bill, 238, says that all men be required to undergo vasectomy surgery, quote, within one month of his 50th birthday or the birth of his third biological child, whichever comes first. According to Hollis, under Alabama state law, there are, quote, no restrictions on the reproductive rights of men. In a statement made by the congresswoman, Hollis explained that her intention was to send the message that men should not legislate what women do with their bodies. It always takes two to tango, Hollis said. We can't put all the responsibility on women. Men need to be responsible also. End quote. So, geez louise, down on my knees. It, it First of all, it, it doesn't always take freaking two to tango. I tango myself all the freaking time. Tango myself before I got here. Tangoed with myself last night. And geez louise, down on my knees. I know Tadia Richards tangles, tangos himself on the freaking live on the freaking air all the freaking time on his great freaking hilarious freaking sex show. Daily, yep. Absolutely freaking hilarious. Now... I want to say God bless you, Rolanda Hollis, because uh, a freaking woman's right to freaking choose. Uh, Jeez Louise, down on my knees, and how do you freaking do? I absolutely agree with. And I'm pretty sure I had a freaking vasectomy as well. My ex-girlfriend Chrissy did it to me while I was sleeping. Because I woke up with some freaking marks, and and either that or she freaking bit me in a very freaking sensitive spot while I was freaking sleeping in her freaking garage. But I think she gave me a freaking vasectomy because she didn't want to have my child. And is that possible? And then did I have my rights taken? Doug Jordan, your freaking hot, fresh freaking take. Uh, no, I don't think it's possible for her to, to perform a vasectomy on you while you were sleeping with her teeth. Uh, I think that would be a very difficult thing to do. I think she might have used a scissor. 
Again, I think that it's a pretty difficult procedure to, to pull off, and I don't think that she would be able to do that while you were freaking sleeping. Where do you think the marks came from then? I was sleeping in a garage, in her garage, and then I ended up with a freaking teeth marks on my freaking, I'm, I'm basically my naked trouser space. Uh, maybe you were playing with yourself? Oh, I was playing with myself. Maybe you could have been playing with yourself and you got caught in your zipper or something. That's where the marks came from. Uh, does this story remind anybody else of freaking Rumble Stilgen? Uh, Rumble Stilgen? Rumble Stilgen? In what way? Uh, within one month of his 30th, 50th birthday or the birth of his third biological child. Does that remind anybody else about Rumble, Rumble Stilgen? And is, this, is that plagiarism? That she stole it right from the plot. And if she's stealing stories like Rumpelstiltskin, then maybe she's stealing other freaking stories like Biohacker. Putting that yeah, in the bills. And maybe we should include a freaking Rumpelstiltskin type character in Biohacker 2 or 3. Or maybe he's the new freaking villain. Uh, and maybe, yeah, maybe we, maybe, maybe Rolanda ripped it off and maybe we rip it off from Rolanda and pretend and do a plagiarize them ourselves. And maybe Doug Jordan's character gets killed by freaking Rumpelstiltskin. And maybe, maybe it turns out freaking Doug is Rumpelstiltskin all along. I don't know why I have to be freaking Rumpelstiltskin in the story. Or why you're going to freaking kill me within one page when I when I gave it a freaking one thumb up. I said it was freaking good. No, the one thumb is bad. You keep saying that, but we, you know, when we go back to the rating movies, you would say, you know, ten gold stars or freaking one thumb and right in the yeah, air. Yeah, Doug, those were horrible movies. Yeah, but you would give them freaking one thumb up all the freaking time. But you got two thumbs. That's the part that doesn't make sense to any of us. Is you you, ha- you already have two thumbs. You could have just given it another thumb up. If 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 you didn't if you, if both of your thumbs aren't up, it means your other freaking thumb is doing God knows what. It's either sticking down or it's freaking firmly placed up your own freaking rear. I don't know why I can't just have one freaking thumb up, and that means it's freaking good. I don't know why. Absolutely. I'm sorry. Tady is broken up about this. I I interrupted you, but he looks like he's almost too mad to speak. Well, yeah, I was going to send Doug some of my baked goods to review, maybe on a sports desk or or even Doug freaking knows best. But after a scathing review of Biohacker, I just I'm nervous now. Honestly, send your freaking baked goods. I'd love to freaking review them. I'd love to give. Him, I'd love to freaking talk about him on the radio show. I, I would love to have your baked goods as well, to be honest with you. And if you're going to send him baked goods, throw in a couple of those freaking DVDs of those live shows that you do, those hilarious short films you make, because I would love to see those as well. I'd love to try those baked goods as well, as long as you swear to God there isn't any freaking in them. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> are you what are they? Are they like brownies and cookies, or are you, are you making freaking cakes, or what? What kind of baked goods are you making? I make make all kinds of baked goods, Doug. I think I went over this at the beginning of the show. Check the tapes, please. Well, are you doing like single serve kind of stuff or are you doing like a whole freaking pie? Obviously, it's in bulk, Doug. Why would I make single? Why would I bake single servings? Well, a single it would be a single serve like a cookie. You make a batch of it and you got a bunch of cookies. You make a a freaking freaking cupcake. Yeah. Doug, he's not a freaking high schooler at a freaking at a freaking bake sale trying to raise money for freaking junior prom. Yeah. And a man who needs to do what he has to do to freaking survive. He's obviously making his batter in bulk. He's not supporting freaking multiple sclerosis with this freaking thing. He's not trying to save anybody's life sitting in a wheelchair and not being able to control their freaking muscles. He's making a freaking, he's make, trying to save his own freaking life, which he mm-hmm. saved, but he's now he's got the bills. And he might have had freaking MS. I'm not even sure. 
I'm not sure what that freaking looks like. I, I mean, I do walk with a cane, so it's possible I have freaking MS. Yeah. What up, bread? Are you making bread? You're making braided bread. Yeah. Challah bread. It's a freaking. It's basically like Jewish turkey bread. It's. Uh, I mean, I'm Jewish Easter bunny bread. It's absolutely freaking delicious. I got chased by a wild turkey one time. It was the scariest thing that's ever happened to me in my life. Did you kill it? I, I tripped and I fell and then I turned over on my back and it was on top of me and I I had to grab that turkey by the neck and choke it to death. Yeah. What would you do with the carcass? Did we eat the carcass? Toss it in the trash. How did the freaking gobbler feel when you freaking touched it? Disgusting. Like a freaking nuts. Yeah, it was always, I've never touched one. I've always wondered what that freaking felt like. I do not recommend ever touching a gobbler. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, thank you so much for freaking listening. This has been another great episode of freaking Our Week in Review. My name is freaking Taylor, freaking the Sandman, freaking Lofton. With me, as always, to my left is Doug Jordan. And then coming via satellite freaking New York, we have Sandy the Sandman Farkas and Tadia freaking Richards. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, we love you so much. We're so freaking hot and horny for you, and we'll see you freaking next week. Maybe maybe having a freaking duck or a turkey in the freaking dorm room would have been a good idea. We could have said that. Like freaking Chandler, freaking Bing, and freaking Joey the freaking uh, Joey the freaking sex machine. Imagine if uh, remember in, the, in that show, freaking Joey the sex machine has a little freaking pet monkey. Imagine the freaking monkey in the freaking dorm room, but uh, but it's 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 more like the uh, the freaking groundhog. Uh, the freaking uh, Bill Murray is always trying to kill and. Uh, golf movie and dancing yeah he's, he's mischievous he's causing freaking problems and doug jordan if you were in that dorm room you would be like bill murray and you would have a problem with it and the monkey would constantly be foiling your every attack at it and it would be playing with itself and making and then serving it to you and you'd be eating it and you'd say why does why do my cheerios taste funny and i go because that monkey made a mess in them and you just ate it and then you go well i'm not gonna waste these good cheerios I mean, I'm just surprised you didn't say that I would be having sex with the freaking monkey. Well, obviously, well, we that, having sex that with kind of goes without saying. Yeah, that's ridiculous, Doug. What are you talking about? Yeah, no, I don't have sex with animals.